Throughout our lives, we will give testimony and testify on behalf of many things. Ultimately, however, we give testimony to the most important thing, one major thing in our life. There's a great example of this challenge, of this divide, of being focused on the one thing. It comes from the life of St. Jerome. St. Jerome was a brilliant scholar who was tasked with translating the Hebrew and Greek Bible into a common Latin Bible. And he was convinced that his study would aid in his Christian duty to put together this work. And he had a dream one night, and someone said to him, Who are you? And he said, I am a Christian. And the voice said, No, you are not. You are a Ciceronian. He loved the writings, the oratory of Cicero, and he realized in that moment that he had this divided heart. He was trying to be great for the sake of being a great orator, of being renowned by men and women alike for his skill in Latin. And when he gave his heart fully to following the Lord, to being a Christian, first and foremost, this is the beauty of it all. The wonderful gifts, the talents that he had cultivated were put in service to the Lord, to the church. And for nearly a thousand years, his translation, over a thousand years actually, his translation of sacred scripture was what almost everyone in the known world encountered. We also know in our own lives this challenge. We can easily you know, accord with St. Peter going out and fishing after his encounter with the risen Lord more than possibly we can accord with the, gospel, the first reading, excuse me, where the apostles are challenged, are imprisoned, and yet they go out and testify because they said we have to obey God. We know in our own lives the times when it's possible to put work to put pleasure, to put power of something ahead of God. Because it's tangible, because it's objectifiable, because we can know it, see it, touch it. But just like St. Peter, when we do this, when we go out to fish for the sake of fishing or to, to feel good for ourselves, we discover that the reward is nothing. We're more exhausted, we're hungrier, we're thirstier, the seas are rough. We, are, we end up worse than when we started. And to each and every one of us, our blessed Lord walks on to the shore today as He walked on to the shore those many years ago on the Sea of Galilee. And He looks at each and every one of us and He calls us. He calls us to Himself. He calls us to put Him first in our lives. To listen to Him, to follow Him, to love Him above all else, to cast our nets not for our glory, but out of love for Him. And what happens in the Gospel when St. Peter and the Apostles do so, they catch this enormous amount of huge fish because they listened, because they put the will of God first. And then they ran to Him, swam to Him, in Peter's case, recklessly dove into the water and chased after the Lord. Because Jesus desires to sit with us, to talk with us, to laugh with us, to love us. But most importantly, He desires for us to become one with Him. 
to be first in our lives. In the second reading, we heard from the book of Revelation, worthy is the lamb that was slain. The heavenly host singing this out. There is but one thing that is worthy of our praise. There is but one person who is worthy of our adoration. There is but one goal and end to our life. That is the person of Jesus Christ. He must be first. And when he is, he gives meaning to all of the other blessings and graces and talents we have in our life. It's no longer about us. It's about service to our brothers and sisters. What does he do in the gospel? He says to Peter, Peter, do you love me more than these? Three times. How often has he done that in your life? He comes back again and again and again, especially in the sacrament of confession. He asks you, do you really love me more than these? And it's a challenge. It's a challenge to our heart. But when we say yes, what does the Lord do? He doesn't say, good, stay there, sit, be fine, be happy, be content. No. The Lord says, feed my sheep. The Lord loves us. The Lord invites us into that relationship with him. We find our great identity with him. And then we act like the apostles in the first reading. We cannot help but testify to the goodness, the beauty, and the truth of Jesus Christ risen from the dead, living freeing us from sin and death, offering us grace, hope, peace, mercy, love beyond measure. But we only get there when we come again and again and again to the Lord and say, yes, Lord, you know I love you. And we put Christ first in daily prayer, in particular daily prayer with Scripture, in weekly Mass, regular confession and service, especially to the poor, the downtrodden, the lost, the lonely. We let the love that Christ has placed into our hearts emanate forth, feeding the whole world. To whom or to what does your life give testimony? Is your heart divided right now? Are you confused? Are you hurting? Are you scared? Are you unsure? Jesus calls you to the banquet table. Jesus feeds you. He asks you, do you love me more than these? And may we today and every day say with St. Peter, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And go forward to feed the sheep, to love those who do not know the Lord, to be kind and generous to the poor, to bring the love in our hearts to everything and all we encounter, to testify, to give testimony in our entire life, our entire being, to Jesus Christ, alive and risen from the dead.